Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am co-ghost Jessica. <laughs> that is co-ghost Alicia giggling. <laughs> and our fabulous guest today, Rennie Wilson. Boo! <laughs> he, you may know him from Rennie Wilson Punk Explosion or just Rennie Wilson. Both excellent bands. Thank you. That are just you, basically. <laughs> And you also record a lot of bands, mm-hmm. produce a lot of stuff. Yeah. Do you still own uh, Paul McCartney's yes. like, mixing? I actually like reacquired that. Really? Isn't what it is a- it? So for His those who are machine? listening, I own a recording console that was used by Paul McCartney and Wings to record the songs Junior's Farm and Sally G. <laughs> Came from Nashville. And I traded some equipment that I already owned for it. I bought a tape machine over the internet from uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> you're you're really good at buying things on the internet. Yes, I kind of like. I'm next level with that shit. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I have been for years too. Yeah. You know what? I, I realized that like people are obsessed with the gear. You know, there are people who are obsessed with gear, and I think. That everyone else is the same as me, <laughs> you know. And then I realized just this year that I'm kind of like the go-to person for a lot of people to ask what is up. And I feel like <laughs> like th- about gear, about like musical equipment. Okay. Like I have the like this week I'm helping somebody who I don't like. I'm not really friends with. They're just like a f- acquaintance mostly. They just yeah. I, I hope that they're listening so they know. <laughs> oh that shit! They're not I, mean, it's like, I think it's obvious yet. to both of us that we're just not we're not friends, but it's business. We're not we're acquaintances. You're just and going it's okay. through the business motions. acquaintance. <laughs> but she she contacts me. And oh, says, is she? Ooh, she says, mm-hmm. Renee, I need to buy a something for I can't say because if they're listening, <laughs> I need to buy something for someone for for Christmas. Oh no! And for a uh, seasonal holiday, I won't say their names, of course. So I can say the. It's like they're talk. They're asking me about digital pianos, like you know, like the one things, of those ones the, on the floor that you dance on. Oh, oh no, no! I wish that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a Getting very big. hard item to track down. Yeah, but you they know want what? the I original one from Big. Be I, cool I've if danced you could on roll that piano in Big before. You know, I have to a thousand times. Never, yeah. no, never. <laughs> they used to have one at Science World that you could walk on. I've I went never to the been one to that's World. at that toy shop in New York, like, and I look like Tom Hanks. Like that's one of the things that I that you do that I that I. I mean, it was a moment of my. It was like a rite of passage. Yeah. Did people like, for a second think that you were Tom Hanks? I think people. I mean, everyone dances on the thing all day, but you know, I might have been like, someone might have thought like, hey, that guy looks like Tom Hanks. <laughs> so that's really it was weird. Christmas in New York. I mean, like, and I. <laughs> Tom Hanks is good. My be hair there. was out. I looked all like. Big and whatever. <laughs> anyway, she's trying to get me to, to source a digital piano, which are like a thing of the 90s, you know, mm-hmm. like built in speakers with 88 keys and sounds like a piano and has built in sounds. Yeah, yeah. Those that, things are great. That, that, those things are like really, it's like a weird item though. It's like something that people don't ask about. You know, it's not like a hot gear item that people want. Not anymore. Not no. anymore. It's totally out of date. Like your uncle probably has one. Yeah, my, my parents have that... one. I've been researching oh, it perfect. all week, though. But you've just gone to their house and taken their piano. <laughs> no, I've just been taken already. Oh. 
My brother-in-law has taken too. Has he has it? Taken too much. My brother-in-law has taken. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> By my sister. <laughs> so you have some Kijiji horror stories though as well. I do. Yeah. I know that's not technically retail, but it's it a, is re- it's a transaction. It's commerce. Yeah. I could get into that. A buying and selling? You have a buying song about it. I have a song about it. Yeah, yes. on your last album. Exactly. It's a really good Stift. song. Stift. Should I tell a story? Should I tell the story of Stift? Sure. Sure, yeah, of course. Okay, so being a Kijiji fan, for all of those in Vancouver who are listening, Kijiji is the... I feel know. like it's not as big of a deal out <laughs> here. They don't use it here. It's what they yeah. use out west. Too many bright colors. I mean, in the mid-Canadian the <laughs> mid Canadian west. Mm-hmm. Too many eyes. Actually, it's crazy Montreal, where I currently live. 50% of all Kijiji ads are in Montreal. The rest are in like Edmonton and Calgary and like Ontario, but not Toronto. Weird. And so like... It's a weird site. It's like there's... I find it difficult to navigate. No way. (laughs) Yes, sir. Okay, I like... We're sponsored by Kijiji. Kijiji is (laughs) like the Mac. Renny. And Craigslist is like a PC. PC is more customizable and like it has deeper corners, it seems. But Kijiji has got the interface for anyone. No, Kijiji's stupid. Now tell us your story. <laughs> Anyways, I was on Kijiji in Edmonton a few years ago, and I like prowl on Kijiji all the time looking for like deals, something that I can buy <laughs> and flip it. Like, you know, I want to buy okay. something for myself or I want to flip something. Like, I want to be the first person to call up the person selling the rare item. Yep. <laughs> because I'm a collector. Or I want to be the first person to get something that someone's selling for far too cheap so I could flip it. And so this person was selling a transistor organ from the 60s, a portable organ, which are rare to begin with. I've never even heard of that. Like, you know, it's like a Tolex stand-up, like Nardwar's organ. All words I didn't understand. Every (laughs) single word of that sentence. Just a blur. I'm following you. It's like an organ that you can... portable. Yeah, you can... Play it shows. It's okay. the first portable, like electronic keyboard instruments for combo organs or whatever. Uh, House of the Rising Sun. Oh, I hate that song. Oh, I hate that There's song. There's your combo organ for okay. you. <laughs> there was one selling in Edmonton for $120. Holy shit. I don't even want one and I want it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, <laughs> I hate that song and I want one. <laughs> I would make a new better song than House of the Rising Sun. Maybe, probably. <laughs> My uh, so so I uh, I went out. It was in Castle Downs in Edmonton. I'm from Mill Woods. That's like a 45 minute drive. It's yeah. very far away. And uh, I I called them up and I said, "Okay, listen, I'm gonna buy your red organ that comes with an amp. It came with an amp, 120 what? bucks, and it was some off brand. It was like an Italian organ or something. And so I said, "Who is this?" Um, and well, Italians like, do it better, right? Hmm? What? <laughs> <laughs> I said Italians do it better. Italians do On make top of better organ. organs. <laughs> organs. They do organs better. They're genitals. They do do organs well. <laughs> I would think. Like, things from Italy tend to be well made. Yeah. They are. And, and they're, stylish. They're flashy. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing about Italian stuff. And it was flashy. It had... I'm it, already getting ready for, like, a major heartbreak here. It had... It's a funny story, let me tell you. <laughs> because it goes deeper. There's like an episode two. Oh, really? Well, kind of. So you go out to get the organ. That's where we left off before so, yes, I made a bad I, joke. I called the person up and I said, I see this Kijiji ad for an organ for $120. 
my name is Renee. I would like to purchase it. <laughs> Although when, my name is Renee on this show. Because <laughs> I didn't say my name is Renee to her. Anyways, so I said, my name is Renee. Can you hold this organ for me, please? I will buy it for $120. What time should I show up at your house to pick it up? And she said, oh, well, my parents are selling it. But you can come at nine o'clock. We live in Castle Downs. And I was like, no, she was not that, like, she was Angelic. not that willing. She's like, um, I think my parents are selling that. Yeah. I'll tell them that you, we, we'll hold it for you for nine. Yeah, sure. And she was like more awkward because she was like 16 years old or something. Anyways, got in my car, drove down to Castle Downs, pulled up in the driveway and I see this guy in like, you know, a wife beater or like a muscle shirt mm. looking all sweaty and nasty. Looked like a like, mm-hmm. you know, real sort of like skinhead type. Ooh. Oh. Loading the organ into the back of his panel van. And I looked at him and then I looked up the driveway and I just walked up the drive. I just looked at him and he's looking at me like, Oh, <laughs> probably thought I was like a friend of the families or something. <laughs> I went into the garage and I was like, what do you, what's going on here? They're like, oh, we are selling the organs. And I was like, yep, I they, came here to pick it up. Swiss German? Or? They were actually, no, they were like, they were Russian or something. I can't okay. do the Russian accent. Okay. Or I could try. Uh, it's too late. <laughs> yeah. This is radio. <laughs> and um, just for the listener... Were you wearing, at the time, were you wearing full denim? I was probably wearing some. <laughs> I was, drove my Geo Metro, which yeah. I thought was Amazing. a funny... I was just thinking about Geo Metros the other day. <laughs> They're great cars. Day. One of my great friends had one of those. So imagine me pulling up in my Geo Metro <laughs> while yeah, that's this trouble guy right there. is pulling... Like, Slamming the door. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I did something. I walked up to the garage and I said... You guys are selling that organ to this guy? And they're like, yep. I'm like, I arranged to have it held for me. Uh, My name is Renee. And I talked to someone earlier on the phone and they said they were going to hold it for me. So why are you selling it to this person? And they said, oh, it's first come, first serve. Or whatever like that. (laughs) Now they're Scottish. No, (laughs) they had an accent. I like nondescript accents. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They had a European accent. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's uh, a <laughs> first come, first serve. Pretty good. Anyways, they said first come, first serve, and I was like, no. I said, no, it's not first come, first serve when you make an arrangement to have it held. So I don't know who, which one of your children held this item for me, but they fucked me. Can I swear on the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, your daughter fucked me. And oh I my. said, <laughs> I drove. And like, she's only what? 16. <laughs> oh, she's only 16. <laughs> going to prison. No, they, they, and then I said, your daughter screwed me over. Someone in this house held the item for me. I'm here right now to buy my organ. Now sell it to me. <laughs> and they said, Oh, we're so sorry, but you can buy this one. And they pointed to the back and they had this fucking huge like church console, like roll up, you know, looks like an old desk. But when you roll up the the front, it's got keys, like two manuals or whatever. And all the 
pull switches. Like, you know, like, in, like in, in the church in Robin Hood, Disney's Robin Hood, whatever. The little mouse. Oh, wow. has the, anyways, you know the thing. The old pull stop things. Yeah, yeah. We knew. Pulling out all the stops. That's where that comes from. <laughs> and a little mouse playing them. And little mice. Yeah. Exactly. And I said, I don't want that. I want the portable one that's like <laughs> worth money when I'm going to flip it. And then the guy, <laughs> the guy, the like the skinhead type guy was like, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. And then it was funny. I looked at this guy, the guy who was buying the organ, and I said, man, I recognize you. Uh-oh. I didn't say that to him, but I was thinking in my mind, I was like, this guy, I've met him somewhere in the past. And then I went home and I was driving home and I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I fucking missed on the fucking organ. I told them that I drove from Leduc, which is like an hour out of town. I was like, I drove from Leduc to Castle Downs. And they were all like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then yeah. when I got in my car, my geo, before I left, I honked my horn for a full minute. <laughs> And then I drove away. What a dick. It was really funny. I just wanted to like make a little racket because I'm like, that's that's not you don't uh, fuck people over on, on Kijiji. They didn't know though. Their I mean, child made the mistake. Yes, but are you still angry about it? I got over it after about a week. But, and then you wrote, and a, then song you wrote about a song. <laughs> I, a I let song. out my angst in, in musical form, but on the way home, I was like, Who was that fella who was loading the organ into his van? And I was like, oh, yeah, I sold him some shit before. And I, I had sold, I pawned off a, a keyboard that someone had given me for free previously uh, for 300 bucks. I'd sold it to him for. Wow. That's a good racket. That's a big profit. But I know. And I like this one. I had this friend who like had a, a breakdown and sold. Like he gave me all of his equipment at one point and he had all these funny 90s like synthesizers. Sounds like and a cool so guy. I sold them. He was cool, yeah. And I sold them all. I made like, you know, 700 bucks off the, all that stuff. But anyways, the point is, Robbie, this guy named Robbie Souter, I Whoa. went back into the emails and Robbie Souter was uh, the guy who bought it off me. But he is one of Edmonton's bigger Kijiji flip guys. He's the flip king. In the West End, which is really far out of my thing. And so being a guy who likes to buy things on Kijiji, I would always respond to his ads. Like, you know, when you're a Kijiji person, you like <laughs> respond to every single ad that you see. Okay. Wow. Sure. That's how I do. I like to cast a wide net on Kijiji. If I see something that remotely interests me, I say, do you still have this? How much? Yeah. And you have your way of saying it to, to really instill confidence in the seller that you're interested, right? Exactly. That's one thing I've learned about Anne Craigslist. And and they, they get back to you and you don't email them back and they will send you so many emails. <laughs> they're like, do you still want the, the, the Norman acoustic? Like, it'll be something that I don't even want that much, you know? So which part, like I had a phase um, with eBay. Okay. Um, I was oh. definitely a little bit down. And I was buying a lot of anthropology dresses through eBay as before there's an anthropology here. And to ship from the anthropology in Edmonton, there's a tremendous fee on top of uh, – it's this clothing store for women who think that they look good in patterns. Um, <laughs> anthropology – what did that used to be called? It was always called anthropology. Oh, really? I thought it was – what am I thinking of? Edmonds. They're also owned by Urban, urban Outfitters. outfitters. Okay. Anthropology is for like older women. 
like okay. in their like 30s i'd say yeah like 20s to 30s to it's 60s when you can't pull off the yeah <laughs> urban I, outfi- outfitters like david bowie uh, mini tank yeah. i would buy things from ebay and it was weird like dealing with people on ebay was weird and the last thing i bought on ebay was a vintage wool blanket it was really beautiful in the picture and i sent it to my dad who lives in portland because shipping across the border is expensive. and I thought you were going to say because he was cold. Because he's cold. He's never cold. <laughs> I'm the only person in my family that's ever cold. And uh, I went to pick up the blanket and it was covered in dog hair. Oh. And I was like, fuck you guys. That's awful. Yeah, like I haven't, I will give it to my dog when I get a dog. Mm. So wait, can you, can't you comb all the hair out or no? No, it's a wool blanket. So it's just like woven just, in, in woven there. In, yeah. Oh, gross. But um, in Craigslist, I've been screwed over a couple times with craigslist stuff like i like vintage furniture and there's a bed that i've wanted for years it's from i guess the 60s and it's a danish bed and i'm priced out of the market most of the time because of fucking madmen yeah and so there's this one sale a woman was moving and she was selling the bed for about 300 dollars, which was a really really good price sure and she just asked that people i corresponded said i'm interested in the bed and she's like it's yours if you get here first just please don't show up early so i show up like five minutes early wait down the block and then get to the house and someone's been waiting there for a fucking hour she's a collector dude she buys the bed for three hundred dollars i was so sad because that was my budget for sure that was a, mm-hmm. a lot you can't for me. up bid at that point i've and done that the woman was so angry that was selling the bed too because she's like this woman was not supposed to show up on time she's a collector she was in a, a partnership where clearly both partners made a lot of money mm-hmm. then she, then when we were waiting to get in she was trying to sell me her pieces she's like well, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I'm looking for this goddamn fucking bed. <laughs> and we were told not to show up early. I was so angry for like two weeks. And then I found a bed on Craigslist that I did like. And uh, he was selling it for, it was an Ikea bed, but it's like in the style of furniture that I like. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll take your bed. And he wrote back. He's like, you know what? Someone offered me more. Are you willing to go up in price? Oh. And I'm like, absolutely not on principle. And I found the same bed for brand new for $60 the next day. That happened to me recently in Montreal. I drive my a van for money. So people hire me usually to go get something that they bought on Craigslist or Kijiji. Oh, oh cool. So, so you, get to, you get to like kind of live this life. Yeah. It's like, actually, it's funny how this is what my job now. I mean, I don't have a normal job and I haven't for six months. It's just been van stuff because people in Montreal need someone with a vehicle and I have a full size van, which is nice because you can move a lot of furniture and you can fuck in it. And you can fuck in it. <laughs> yeah. On that so, furniture. Uh, you know, it's always uh, on the option with the, the Kijiji pickups. <laughs> you can deliver things so, as is or... Fuck for an extra 10 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> You're charging? I love it. I love it. People always try to like... Uh, I'm getting derailed here, but people always try to like pull fast ones on me too. They're like, like, I'll do a job for like 50 bucks. That'll be the prearranged thing. I'll be like, okay, we're going here. That's 50 bucks. And then on the way home, we're almost back to their apartment. They're like, oh, we just need to go down uh, five more blocks. I have a friend who's giving me their filing cabinet. I'm like, no, not I'll just do it. And then I'll be like, you don't pull a fast one on me. Because that same day, this is a real story, same person. We went to, you know, pick up something in St. Leonard or St. It was St. Laurent, town of St. Laurent. It's like, you know, half an hour drive in the van. And uh, they're getting furniture. She was buying a sofa. Prearranged price, $250. Mm-hmm. We were in the living room. And they said, hold up, hold up. 
we have someone who wants to buy the couch too, but they just offered us $300. Oh my gosh. And I said to him, we're standing right here, dude. Yeah, where's this we're person? We're taking the couch for $250, whether you like it or not. <laughs> because there are rules. I said there are unspoken rules. Of- there are spoken rules. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just said there are... Very I, dishonest. I said there are some rules of common decency that come into play like when it. doing dealing on the internet. Doing dealings. Doing dealings. So... You are going to sell this to us for $250 right now because that is bullshit. Well, I like that you're standing up for this person that you're... And then she was... This person who I was helping, she, you know, she like went on to pull a fast one on me like, oh, well, half geez. an hour later, right? Oof. Like I said. But, you know, I've been screwed on the classifieds before. And we ain't talking about the personals. <laughs> I wish I, we uh... were. And we got... He sold it for 260 That's how we got out of there with, oh. which is a scam... Ten dollars to be, but then she screwed the most, you over by asking you to do more work than what you had prearranged, right? Yes. Did she pay you for the extra work? No. She actually so owes me ten dollars still for the first job. She still owes me ten dollars. Do you know her personally? Yeah. Okay, that's uh, too bad. I think it's kind of lame of her. So if she's listening when this gets broadcast, you owe me ten bucks. <laughs> still thinking about it. You, yeah. Don't be so sketchy. Uh, but if otherwise, wants to PayPal cool. Renee ten bucks. <laughs> hey, if anyone wants to PayPal you ten bucks, I told her. To, I mean, that's the minimum e transfer. I saw that the other day. I was like, minimum e transfer, Interact e transfers ten bucks. Hmm. So I should just be like, you e transfer me ten bucks right now. <laughs> Although I did feel kind of bad for her for getting screwed at the same time. You know, it's like that's kind of you. That was really lame. And I I told the guy there are rules, and he said no, there are no rules. He said that to me. I'm like, what is your problem? Like, people are so weird with money. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so petty. Ten bucks. I've I've sold something before on Craigslist, and then the person shows up. Actually, every time I've sold something on Craigslist, this happened. The person shows up, and the price that we've agreed upon, they were like, "Oh, I don't have that much." I'm like, "Then what? why did you come here? Why are you doing this?" You know, I don't do I don't do that myself. You always want to be able to offer. I mean, I do sketchy shit when I go to people's houses when I'm trying to buy things on the internet. I try to. I mean, this is just this is do a different. Do peacocking? What is that? Do you wear like a weird hat to freak them out? No, well, I, I go into a place. I know I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. I show up. They're like, "Whoa, you look like Tom Hanks." You didn't say that in the email. Ten dollars off. Ten dollars more. Depending I love if they like Tom. Him or not. That's yeah. my favorite movie. You yeah, can probably you can, afford to pay more for this. If you can do my Forrest Gump role play with me, you get ten dollars <laughs> off. Oh yeah. It's not a sex thing. It's just, just like your, box of, is it? have a bench. they sit on a bench and have a conversation. Yeah, they sit on a bench. It's like, will but you sit on the bench with me? Gump like to fuck. <laughs> gump like to fuck. <laughs> New box like of to- stickers. <laughs> <laughs> the Forrest Gump role play is ten extra dollars. <laughs> and if you would like it to be in the van, that's an extra five dollars. <laughs> it's a package deal. Craigslist. You could buy anything. Like you could put together a perfect apartment in a week if you had the money. Yeah. Because there's so much. There's so many items. It's just, it's crazy. Like back in the day, it was the penny saver and you're looking at like pianos and stuff and it's like, you know, 500 bucks now local pickup. Now you can get a piano for free. Now you can get a free piano because there's so many. You can get a free horse. <laughs> you told me that horse. when I was a six year old. You can just get a horse for free. How 
who is giving you free horses? People just abandon their horses oh, all the time because they're incredibly expensive. Same with boats, but who wants a boat? <laughs> I want a horse on a boat. Oh, uh, man. Someone in this neighborhood within the last year was selling verified nest of dinosaur eggs. I remember oh this. God. <laughs> that How was much? a crazy post and it was on Craigslist, yeah, right? Yeah, and it was a few... Was it 50000 or 25000 Yeah. I feel it like was, it was $40,000. I think it was... That's insane. It was something that like if 20 people chipped in... They each get an egg? <laughs> yeah. But it was... And it had been verified by... Like a fossilized scientist, egg. And like he'd been trying to sell it to museums and stuff. And no one at that time was just in the market for it. So he's like, I just want to get rid of this. And the photos look beautiful. <laughs> it was on a street that I run past when I go for runs. It was... So you know where he lived. Yeah. So you could rob him. I don't know the exact oh address. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's an old... That's a whole other thing with, with, with Craigslist. Cat burglars? Is people burgling you? Really? Well, you have to play it safe a bit. I think if you're selling anything of any value, have you ever been caught in a scam? What is it called? A, a Craigslist Kong? scam. Have you been caught in a Craigslist scam? No, but I experience them all the time. And I always dig to the bottom to see if they're real or not. Kijiji investigator. It's very, it's fun. I always like running to a scam on Kijiji because you run into so many, I'm like responding to so many things that I might want. For instance, like someone will send me, I'll see something that like looks too good to be true. Yeah. First warning sign. First warning sign. But you have to look into it. Because the other, okay, for instance, like the Space Echo, yeah, which are worth $1,000, was in Montreal two weeks ago for $100. What? And I sent an email and I said... What's a space echo? It's it's the same as that thing right there. It's a tape echo unit. It makes your voice sound really cool. Jay, put an echo on our voice right now. Yeah, you yeah, use space, space echo. echo. Space echo. Space it, echo. This is a stage echo. This is the sound of the core stage echo. It actually is kind of fucked up right now. So Is it? Well, it has. It, the cool thing about them is they have a big tape a path in the top where there's a bank that holds loose tape. Anyways, you have to see it to believe it. It's a cool piece of old <laughs> gear that's worth a lot of money. Okay. Uh, so not $100. Oh, no. That's so cheap. It's like it's like robbery. I bought mine for $380 like six years ago, and people shit their pants when I tell them that. <laughs> I, it was funny. I bought it off of a guy who came from like rural Alberta and met me at Steeps, the tea shop that I worked at. He's like, yeah, you played like I was getting into like Elvis Presley. I needed to have a slap back, but now <laughs> I broke my hand and I don't play music no more. I'm just like, he wasn't even old. Like I'm making him out to be like an old, like gray haired farmer man, but he was just like a young, weird <laughs> flea bag. <laughs> what was it like working at a tea shop? <sighs> That's a story for another day. No, it's a story for this exact podcast. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. So, but okay. So, someone sold sold the podcast. Okay, the podcast. Uh, someone sold the podcast for a million dollars, <laughs> no! and we all retired. No, someone sold. Someone sold the, the Space Echo in Laval for a hundred bucks, and I responded to as soon as I saw the ad. I said, "How much for it?" And then he responded, or it was a hundred bucks. And then later on that day, he sent me an email. He's like. I'm sorry, the item was sold within the first hour. Thank you. Which means it was real. Okay. And so, therefore, I was like, wow, amazing. Someone got that for 100 bucks. 
I happen to own two of them, so I don't really need another one. <laughs> but like sometimes, even this week, there was a scam on a way larger. There's an eBay site. There's a site for musical equipment on the internet right now called Reverb.com, which is like a very high-class boutique eBay that's for instruments only, mostly like vintage instruments. So it's a very nice service that's only been around for a few years. It's a very nice service. It's only been around for a few years. I've never bought anything off of it because I can't afford anything in the States with the exchange rate for the last few years or a year and a half. But anyways, there's this guy selling some synthesizer from the 70s that's worth $2,000 for 600 bucks, mm-hmm. And he said, it's a fixer-upper. And I'm Wait, like, that's a baseball bat through the middle. <laughs> no, okay. So the ad says it was involved it's a in a crime upper. scene. <laughs> it's covered in blood. The ad says four it's of fi- the keys are just human hair. <laughs> well, the clue to solving a murder is inside the keyboard. <laughs> it's haunted. Yeah. It's been bled Every out. Every time on. you push a, a button, it murders somebody. Yeah. Every time you change one of the presets. <laughs> Someone it goes, whoo, is it going to shiver down your spine? Someone dies. It's like, I like the synth, but when I shuffle through the presets, it really <laughs> gives me the creeps. It's all just like, boo, ah, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds great, but let's, let's okay, talk I'm about sorry. one of your shitty day jobs. Okay, okay, okay. No, we, I love your passion for this, and I, I want to <laughs> pick your brain a little bit more on it, but I do want to hear about how bad it was working in a record store. Well, I haven't thought this through yet. I don't know if it's a good story, but one time I worked at the Antique Mall in Edmonton. I'm sure it's a good story. Let's start. That which was like a nightmare just to begin with. It was. Working at an antique shop is fucking overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like going to antique malls when I was younger. When I was like 18, 19. <laughs> You browse around. You can see where this Kijiji thing started. And I know. My dad's also like, this. my dad showed me Kijiji. I remember really? the day. Like when so you became like a, a learned man. behavior. <laughs> well, we, now we're going to get back into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, let's go. No, no. Hold on. So you're working at the Antique Mall in Edmonton. So that's a place that's open all week long? Okay. So the Antique Mall was a big place in Edmonton. It was a giant antique mall that had probably 5,000 square feet. And... You know, antique malls, like they're all little booths that people rent out. Like it's like consignment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it fancy or is it kind of like the flea market here? I've never been to the flea market here. It's not fancy. Uh, <laughs> it was junk. like it's this all apartment. Dirty junk. Oh, yeah, so it's fancy. So it like, was like kitschy. It all depends on who was running the booth, but there was a lot of cool shit. It was junky, but it had interesting items. People were curating their booths well enough. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd browse around there. There was someone who sold records. I liked to buy records at the time, so I'd go through them, and I got some good deals. How did you end up working there? Uh, they moved to a new location. New mall. New mall. Two of the consigners, uh, or consignees? I don't know. Who knows? Consignos. The consignos. <laughs> Two of the consignos. They bought, the, they bought a new building that was right across the parking lot from the old antique mall. <laughs> And they were renovating it for a few months. I was like 19 or 20 years old. I can't remember. I walked in the front door, you know, all optimistic. And I was like, I would like a job here. I'd love to work at the antique mall. And they're like, oh, 
oh, you look like enthusiastic. So they, they hired me and I showed up the next week for the, like their opening week. They had just, they had just opened up. It was a combo of a wife, no, a, um, a mother and daughter. And I guess she was the wife of John, who was like some guy who would prowl around in the back. <laughs> Uh, like a werewolf their names were betty (laughs) and bobby betty was the woman who owned it bobby was her daughter betty and bobby they sound cool they sound cool were you the youngest person no uh i was not i worked with uh weird you know panorama of young people (laughs) panorama everyone who worked there was an awkward uh you know high school graduate that's weird, like that they'd be selling antiques. Mm-hmm. Strange contrast. Well, the people who run the booths are there all the time, so they're usually hustling their own product. Sure. But they weren't allowed. It was like, okay, the people, this is the big thing. <laughs> Betty and Bobby, they were just people who rented a booth at the old antique mall, but they decided that this antique mall could be better and it could be improved. So when it moves, we're going to be the ones who are running it and we're going to clean that shit up and make it the best antique mall in Western Canada. That was their mission. That's a beautiful vision. It was not. They (laughs) ruined, they they took all the life out of antique mall. Now let me tell you what they did. So they would not let people who had the booths hustle other customers. That was the job of the employees. They didn't want to have the booths be biased towards any seller. They wanted the items to speak for themselves. So if you had a booth at Carol the new antique mall, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't, you couldn't be lingering because the people who rent out booths at antique malls, they're not always your run of the mill bunch, you know, what? cookie cutter people. They're, <laughs> they're characters. They're characters. They're like, I don't know what they are. I'm not going to get into it. They're strange people. They're like the people on uh, Antiques Roadshow. That's all I'm thinking about right now. I love that show. They're unique. Yeah. And they don't necessarily have lives. Some of them didn't, at least. And so they would linger around their booths and hoping that someone would come by and they would try and sell them something from their booth. This makes sense. Which they weren't allowed to do. That's weird. Well, how did they sell products? I'm confused. The, The idea of Betty and Bobby was to have... That was to rat out any sort of dime store consigners. You know what I mean? No. Get the people who have lesser product out of there who are just trying to hustle crap onto people. Okay. And get people in who made sure everything they were selling was was good enough to sell itself. Okay. That was the idea. Okay. Which like sounds robots. good on paper, but it was what very it- rude. <laughs> They opened up and half their stalls were, were kind of like trash piles anyway, because you can't be choosy in a town like Edmonton, you know, with only, there's only so many freaks who are selling their antiques. <laughs> antique freaks. Antique freaks. There's only so many antique freaks. So you can't be too choosy with, with who's going to be there. And so I would take it as a task to clean up and tidy up people's booths that I thought were a little too, you know, unkempt. You're allowed to just go into somebody else's booth? Well, I, I usually would get permission or I would help the people while they were there. You know, when you're working at an antique mall, you become friends with a lot of uh, different people. Sure. All, the, all the different consigners. Some of them are weird and rude and some of them are very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anyways, and so one day I was helping. Like this is just an example of 
how annoying it was to work for these Betty and Bobby. I was just helping these people clean up their awful looking stall where they were selling teddy bears and just crap, like nostalgia from the 80s. And uh, I was just helping them organize it and giving them some tips on like how it should be like, you know, laid out because they didn't put any effort into making it look good like your apartment. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. Uh, So I was helping them and then she just comes up to me and says, Renee, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm just helping them tidy up their stall. There's nothing better to do right now, which there wasn't because it's an antique mall. It's a Wednesday <laughs> night and it's November in Edmonton. It's a dead, dead zone, total dead place, you know. And so she said, go help customers. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I stood up and I went back to my desk and I waited for customers to come by. How long did you work at the antique mall for? Not long. (laughs) You got fed up. So Betty and Bobby, they wanted to run the best antique mall in Western Canada. And that's how they advertised it. So they had to get rid of you. So they had to get rid of me at some point because I was too, I was on a different wavelength. Helping people fix their stalls up seemed like a good use of my time in this totally dead antique mall. But it wasn't what they asked you to do. You were doing merchandising. They wanted me to help customers. But there was no... I was merchandising. Mm -hmm. But it was not... They didn't want me to do that. They're like, it's supposed to look bad. No, but okay. I saw Betty and Bobby, you know, (laughs) chastise these two people. I forget their names were Doris and Hank or something. Doris and Dolores. They were these rock and roller types who wore all leather. Oh, no. She had dyed purple hair. Whoa. They were the best. I remember talking to the guy for hours. He'd be like, yeah, the 70s were crazy, you know. <laughs> the music. The 60s were good, but the 70s. Anyways, we talked about music a lot. He was cool. But they were cool. And they had a nostalgia, you know, vintage booth. And it was well put together. And one time... They brought in some Pulp Fiction romance shit from the 70s. And they had an entire collection of whatever this small, obscuro thing was. And Betty came upstairs and said, we don't sell this shit here. Oh, boy. Did she think it was porns? No, it wasn't (laughs) porns. But she thought it was low-brow nostalgia. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem I paid top dollar for those books and they're also so fun to read you can read them in like one sitting and it's like whoa where is he gonna stick his penis next but they weren't i don't know if they were even that like smutty they were like (laughs) it was like stupid teen romance maybe a little bit sexy but you know no honestly in those books whenever the sex happens it just cuts to like the next scene yeah the like smoking it's like a like, it's like a, TV. Yeah, like a TV show. <laughs> That's why I love it because it's not all like, graphic. Fifty Shades of Grey. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Don't feel so, like a creep on the bus reading it. I remember seeing that happen. I was like, these are two of the most charismatic, enthusiastic, and well put together. They own three stalls or something like that. They rented three spaces in the antique mall. Were they rockabillies? Like, tell me the they truth. They weren't rockabillies. Because we played that show in Edmonton one time at a hair salon, and I feel like. There was like 300 people at that show and they were all rockabillies. <laughs> You're confusing them for neo-Nazis, I think. No, it's like all hairstylists are rockabilly. I it's think. the Hitler Youth haircut. No, but they were all like covered in tattoos and had like leather jackets. I think and, it's like, just like prairie. Stand-up bases and- 
No, they did not. Probably you, in isn't, their that, spare time. isn't that style common in Vancouver? Like the bearded, tattooed. No one had a beard. No rockabilly had with a beard. like the shaved sides. Yeah, here it's popular. Mm-hmm. It's popular. It's becoming less popular. It's it is on the down. I think the it's, standard. it's going out. But there's going to be people for the next decade who has that going on. What do you think the next popular haircut's going to be? I don't know. I'm really hoping it's crazy and curly. Yeah? (laughs) Um, I have a retail nightmare. Oh. I uh, had this thing when I was young that I wanted to be like the manager of a store. Mm -hmm. And there was not a management position in the store where I was working. What store was it? (laughs) Well, I was working at this plant and furniture store and there was two managers. Neither of them were needed, but I also want to be a manager. Is this the place where the psychics came in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I took another job. I had been training. I don't know if this is before I was doing window dressing or it was before. And my friend's parents used to do the windows for the store called Neon in Montreal. They sold like Doc Martens and cool jeans. And I went in for an interview, but my French wasn't good enough to work at the store on St. Catherine Street. So I was put at this store on Blur. And I was hired as an assistant manager. And I was like, that was easy to get a job as a manager. I was really young. (laughs) And it was above, there's two floors and I was put on the upstairs floor. Uh, There's no windows. And we had to wear the clothes that they sold there. And whatever was the special that you would get a spiff on that week, like so $5 bonus if you sold a shirt. So you'd have to wear that 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 shirt. The week was this awful plaid shirt that was unisex, but it was gigantic. And um, was this like in grunge times? Yeah, a little bit, totally. Yeah, yeah okay. just after it was like the mid nineties. Yeah, like when the the mainstream fashion sort of starts Caught adopting up. it. Yeah, yeah. In high school, we would go into the city to get our docks there. We had to buy the jeans to work there, so you get the clothes for fifty percent off, which is still a ton of money when you are broke. Yeah, uh, kid, and you need a job. <laughs> and uh, then I had to wear this shirt, and I'm pretty particular about the things that I wear. And there's no natural light, and it was above a souvlaki restaurant, so I would leave <laughs> smelling like garlic, but not have the benefit of like having had something delicious and garlicky. Yeah, and uh, the people I worked with really hated the managers like they just not show up for shifts and they were belligerent and it was they got paid more than the managers what it's just something weird happened there where every time they hired a new manager the manager would always leave because the the employees would never do anything it was just really weird so they'd been there longer yeah and one of the guys was a michael jackson impersonator and he was really nice and really cool and really really good michael jackson impersonator holy shit um (laughs) one day I asked the manager, like, what was going on? Like, it seemed like the employees were really unhappy. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you're not going to last here more than a week. And so I just called in the next day and said I quit. (laughs) Well, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. It was just like a really shitty work environment. And then I also had to smell like souvlaki without getting to eat delicious souvlaki. So how long do you work with a shift? I worked a total of eight shifts, I think. So about Man. two weeks. What a dumb business model they had. They were just like, oh, yeah, everyone hates the managers and they get bullied out. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah. And I didn't, I, yeah, like, so I, I didn't get to work at the cool store. I had to work at this terrible store. And then that shirt was not only the special for that day, it was the special for the entire time that I worked there. <laughs> so I was wearing this awful, cheap Aww. flannel plaid. And they were crazy colors. Like, you know, when like plaid's done wrong. So depressing. And then I went back to my job at the plant store. <laughs> Oh, you had your, like, glimpse of managerial freedom. Yeah, like, you know that episode of um, Arrested Development? Mr. Manager. Mr. Manager. Yeah. I was that kid. (laughs) For eight years or however long I was manager 
at the video store, I would always tell everyone I was Mr. Manager. Yeah, it's perfect. People will be like, it's just manager. <laughs> Your story of smelling like souvlaki reminded me of how I always smelled like 20 different types of incense all at once when I worked at the dollar store because they – I worked at three different locations of this dollar store and – at all of them, the incense was right up next to the cash. Because mm. I guess they were like, oh, it's an impulse buy. Everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, I need this Nag Champa. Like, got to oh, grab it. Oh, gosh, that stuff's so strong. So many people love that stuff. And I, was, I personally have never been a fan of incense because I find it really oppressive. Yeah. Me neither. I don't get it. Yeah. I like those some Japanese ones I really like that are very, very light. Like yeah, lavender. There's, and- yeah, there's some classy ones these were not them mm-hmm. and so they had the neg champa and then they had all these it was all the same company that made them but there was at least 50 different flavors or i mean scents. yeah uh, i did not eat them i swear to god <laughs> but and of course they were all on the shelf hanging on these little hooks right next to each other so there's no way that the one that you're getting is going to smell like what it's supposed to smell like <laughs> it's going to smell like all the neighbors yeah, next sure to it. like a terrible potpourri like tutti frutti, <laughs> pina colada. Did they patchouli. also have like ones that I would say like black love? And there's a picture <laughs> of two black lovers on the cover. No, I wish we had that because oh, then I would have. Man, there was like a whole series of those when I was a kid. I just like lose my mind. I would have <laughs> I loved to have had those. No, these all had the exact same design on the packaging. I tried to like distinguish a difference between any of them, but to me, they all just smelled as one smell. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Much to my dismay, I discovered after I'd been working there, very soon after, that all my friends were like, oh, you smell like patchouli every day. Like, no matter. liked it. And you couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. That was the worst part. I would, you know, I'd work and then I'd go to a party afterwards and they'd be like, is someone burning incense? And I'd be like, oh, fuck, I think it's me. And it was, yeah, it was for, I worked there for an entire year I would go and wash my hair and it would still be like oh it's on your coat because your coat was underneath the desk yeah it's like when you're at a party and everyone's smoking inside and then you're like I'm I'm gonna go to bed tonight and then be nauseous all night because my hair smells like cigarettes gross do you want to do Alicia's self-help corner hell yes I do Alicia's self-help corner send in your questions don't take this advice So this is from Sophie Jeffros. My cat is scared of my girlfriend and vice versa. What's the best way to introduce a tiny puppo to a large one? The way that I've heard with cats is we have to put one cat in a cage and let the other cat just get used to him. So get a cage big enough for your girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, animals are kind of tricky, but I think cats are, when they're skittish, they're skittish. But I bet that it'll happen one day when you're not around. Yeah. What do you guys think? What is the question again? (laughs) The, to, the, the cat isn't, isn't... The cat is afraid of the girlfriend, and the, the girlfriend's girlfriend. also afraid of the cat. I think animals are like people. Animals are people too, right? Yeah, That's man. people Yeah, say. they've just made some new laws in Quebec, actually. Oh, really? They, they declared animals sentient beings. So they're oh, going to cool. start changing the laws in Quebec, which is great because... Because of fur. Not And they're huge puppy mills. I remember yeah. growing up, and there were puppy mills down the street from my friend's house. Jeez. Huh. They've got a bad track record with a bunch of stuff, so it's nice to see change happening. That's There's a awesome. lot of farms out there, too. So hopefully some good news for farm animals. Are there animals. certain animals that make the cut and others don't? Well, that's the thing. This will protect farmed animals as well as okay. domestic pets. And okay. uh, wild animals, I must assume so, too. That's good. Sure. 
Yeah. I think they're like people, though. I grew up with seven cats. Whoa. Not all at once, but over seven different cats in my parents' house. Some of them were very timid or whatever it is. Timid? (laughs) Timid? (laughs) Timid. Is that the word? Yeah. Shy? They're shy and they didn't like people and, you know, you just have to give it some time. It's like meeting somebody. You need to meet a friend. Yeah. You want to be their friend and they don't, you know, click and it just takes a year. Pupple of the week? Yeah. Renee, do you have a puppo? Sorry, Rennie, do you have a puppo? What's oh, a puppo? Puppo is like the cutest thing that you've seen. Oh, yes. You told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a squirrel. It can be a lamp. It could be one of your seven cats that you had. You know what I thought was cute? <laughs> what? In Vancouver, you guys have rats. And they <laughs> run around at night and they're all wet. I think that's so cute. The little what? wet That was our first wet rat puppo. <laughs> Is that, but you're from Alberta and they don't have rats there. No so. rats. Yeah. How come there's no rats there? Because a guy named Joe Gerba got rid of them in the early, like 50 years ago. How did he get rid of them? I don't know, but he, there's this guy, I don't know the story. This is I like a, Nag Champa. I have a friend named Joe Gerba from Edmonton who likes to talk about how the guy named Joe Gerba got rid of rats. But apparently there are rats in Alberta now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I think that they found, they found some recently and there's Shit. a big... I've never seen a rat in my life, though, until I went to Montreal. And I don't see them that often there. And I see rats running around in the rain at night in Vancouver. I think it's so cute because... They're so big here. Yeah. They are big. And with my girlfriend in our relationship, I am a rat. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, we have, like a, you know, people have their little pet name thing. Oh, okay. So she calls you like, I'm Ratty? Ra- I am Rat or Rat Man. Rate? Or- and she is Ratso. she is a this is very weird to talk about it's so personal and intense. <laughs> it's okay anyways i think it's cute i just like sent her a text immediately i was like there are rats here who are wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they gotta get out and bust a move yeah they don't wait for the rain to stop here i guess every time i have a shower no, at home she'll say wet you're a wet rat <laughs> ew <laughs> Oh, that's kind of cute. It's like a seedy way. <laughs> Who's your puppo? My puppo is across the way in the building next to mine. They've always had this corgi named Rocky. Now they have a new corgi named Tegan. Do they have two corgis? <laughs> I don't know because I haven't seen Rocky in a while. Okay. So I don't yeah. want to. I just assume that they're both there. So I saw this dog and at first I thought it was Rocky. And then I came up and this dog is way more friendly than Rocky. It, okay. Like will jump up on your. Amazing. On your knee and lick your face. So yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. I fucking love it. As long as it's not near my nose or mouth because I don't like that. But this, she licked me right on my cheek. Perfect. So I don't like getting dog face licked. I don't mind on my cheek. It's like cheek is okay. It's fine. Yeah, Actually, I hate it when they definitely are like trying to put their tongue in your mouth, right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, like oh, you've had pizza recently. Yeah, it's there's so. You take some laws against it. that. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Sentient being, sure, but still gross. Yeah, still keep your tongue out of my mouth, unless whatever you're into that. There's some people who like full on kiss their dogs. Yeah, on the and they're mouth. like, but dogs can transfer parasites to humans, so everyone stops. Yeah, being like my that. my skin, I get, I'm allergic to dog saliva. That's a thing. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. It, when the dog, or my dog Amos, used to lick me when I was growing up, he, I would get a giant welt. Amos, <laughs> it a sounds giant like anus, anal welt. <laughs> we had a dog named Amos that and must a cat be so. named Pook. 
We <laughs> called them is a anus great name poop. For anus poop? We called them anus and poop. <laughs> <laughs> no dignity in that. Those Little are papas. sentient beings. Pook. That's a good name. Who's your papo, Alicia? My papo is, I've never met him before, but I found him on Pet Finder. And he's <sighs> up for adoption at the Delta Humane Society place. Um, so whoever gets him first gets him. He's a terrier, and he's got very expressive, soulful eyes, and he was found as a stray, and they say that they're working on his manners, but his name is Benji, and I would call him Ben if he was my dog, Um, and I kind of have a a dog crush on him. I look at him all the time. (laughs) You sent me his link. Isn't he gorgeous? He's really cute. He's like... like he so looks cool. like a distinguished older gentleman. Yeah, but he's only a year. Yeah, but like just like it looks like, I mean, like a human older gentleman. I'd like That's to say thank you to all the puppos that got me through this week because I'm feeling a little bit stressed about moving. And uh, I then decided to just look at Pet Finder and see all of the great dogs that are out there. And I hope they all find forever homes with nice people that have lots of cheese. Oh, but he's my Peppo, but also all the dogs and cats and all the volunteers that are running these organizations. They're all Peppos. Yeah. Yeah. So to them. Thank you. Yeah. The, may Peppo watch over you nightly while mm-hmm. you sleep and bless you in a non-sexual way. Yeah. Unless you'd like it to be sexual and he's a frog. So no. Oh, my friend <laughs> went to Mexico and brought me back a crystal frog. So That's amazing. That's we'll also. talk about that after the show. <laughs> so, Rennie, if people want to find you online. It's uh, RennieWilson.com. And so they can get your music there? Yes. And uh, how long are you in Vancouver for? Uh, just for the rest of this night. I'm here till tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, and then back to Montreal? Back to Edmonton, where I'm from. And then back to Montreal. Uh, well, I'm going to Edmonton for three weeks. Holy. For, so you'll be there for the holidays? Yep. Oh, that's great. I'm going to record bands because nice. they'll make money in Montreal. Oh. But, you know, it's nice to come back, see the parents make money in the conventional way. Who are your parents' current cats now? We have Dee Dee. Good name. Mortimer. Good name. And Fred. Terrible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who Fred they is call a great name. Fritz. So oh, Fritz, Dee Dee, and Mort. I've met those cats. Dee Dee is the cat who kisses your face if you whistle, which I like from a cat. And she kisses you on the mouth. <laughs> and you're not allergic to cats. Uh, I think I am actually. <laughs> I mean, I grew get, no, but you can get used to it. Like I know it. it's the same. Like yeah. if I'm around a pet long yeah. enough, then I just kind of build up a tolerance. It's weird, yeah, it's yeah. Weird. But it never feel great. Yeah, my girlfriend wants to get a cat or, or a pet, and I told her no. She never had a pet growing up. Well, which I conf- if you're allergic, that makes sense. It's hard because after living my entire, li- I lived with my parents for a long, long time, and oh. then I finally moved away from Edmonton. First time in my life living without any animals because in the house or that any I was, parents or any parents in the house that I was renting before that in Edmonton had a cat and I just like not I have worse animals in the house you know what I'm saying rats no <laughs> roommates oh okay <laughs> I think having a pet like I haven't had a pet of my own for ten years mm-hmm. and I haven't missed the guilt and the amount of cleaning like mm-hmm. it's a lot of work and. I get it. When people are like, I don't want a pet. I'm like, I 100% get it now. Mm-hmm. I w- was raised with a bunch. My mom always had dogs and we had cats. And my ha- like, I was always covered in pet hair as a kid. Always. Yes, I hate that. And my, yeah. my clothes were always covered in Pook's white hair. He's a white cat. Yeah. You have to get a cat or dog that matches your wardrobe. Exactly. Ideally. <laughs> so, so I, I need a, a blue technicolor. One. Yeah. You need a leopard print. <laughs> Puppo. With, with pink paws. I just need a leopard. I also think, though, that if you have a home and you are allowed pets and you like them, that the shelters are so f- full 
You should do it. I think you should do it. Do it. Or you can even like foster yeah. for a bit and just try it out. Or do something. Like we're really, I think, at a stage where we're not doing things that make us feel good about ourselves. I'm speaking from my personal reflection over the past couple of weeks. Like, what am I contributing? Okay, I've got an amazing comedy show. <laughs> it makes tons of people happy. But um, yeah, I kind of want to do a little bit more. Was well, that time of year where everyone's reflecting on the year, yeah, the upcoming sure. year? Uh, so, Jessica, you've got a big show tonight, and that's it for the year. Yeah, no more shows. 2015. Had a busy year, kid. Yeah. I'm very excited to uh, run away for Christmas and uh, not. Have- hey, you're not a Christmas person. Nope. You're under no obligation to like Christmas. Yeah. Well, I think except maybe for people every just feel my family. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It's an overwhelming time of year because I, I think a lot of people want an out. I want an out mm-hmm. on the gift buying. Yeah. You I don't, don't have to ever want an out. I can't not do it. Well, my... I can't not do it. And I get so overwhelmed each year. I saw my mom yesterday and she's like, well, I'm making my list. And I was like, I am an adult woman. Dude, that's I crazy. I don't need a list. Christmases are for kids. Yeah, I told her yeah, that. Yeah, so is Star Wars. And Christmas said, and Star Wars. I said, can't I opt out? Like, They're shouldn't I be allowed year to choose time. to not do something that makes me feel bad? She's like, well, I don't what'll I tell everyone? It's like, just tell them that I don't like Christmas. It's not the end of the world. Anyway, good luck with everyone in your lives. Everyone in my life is pretty good. Dealing with Christmas stress. But no one ever doesn't want to buy Christmas presents. I bought you a Christmas present. I knew it. I, but it's only because I saw it and I was like, you need to own this. <laughs> and it's also really tiny. Thoughtful oh, that's great. Nice. The best things about people come out this time of year. And I think some of the saddest stuff comes out and, for me, it's like a super sad time that I'm, I always then get lifted up by seeing people doing nice stuff. And let's end this. Yeah. And we can keep talking about Christmas. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, you guys <laughs> are the greatest. Renny, thank you so much for being on the podcast. What a lovely guest. I hope you have no much success on Kijiji. <laughs> it's hard in, in Montreal. In it's life. too much, too many, too many postings. Do you eat meat? I do. Could you please have a smoked meat sandwich for me? I will, yes. And an Italian poutine? Italian poutine. That's where they put meat sauce on top of the poutine. Oh, yes. I haven't had that yet. Oh, fuck. It's so good. Also, <laughs> I'm still looking for the Can perfect you... basic poutine. Oh, yeah. Like when you find it, you'll find it. I'm close. That's good. <laughs> and plus, you have every all the best places to try it. And also, can you have an almond croissant from Olive and Gomando for me? Where's that? It's in the Old Port. I've not been there yet. You should go. I've lived it's there the for best a year. croissant. You got your homework cut out for you now. Okay, you're gonna have to write that one down. But I will. yes, sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, and happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you as well. Thank you, and to you, Jessica, as well. May Pleppo shine upon your non-Christmas tree. Yeah, may Pleppo make sure that you digest your food properly. Oh fuck! Tonight's rice. I get to try rice. <sighs> <sighs> Bye. Bye. Bye.